Hey kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. Today we have another guest, if you want to introduce yourself. Yes, my name is Alyssa Lupercia. I'm 23, um, and right now I'm working on trying to start a business and my spirituality. What's the business that you're wanting to Um, So, God, right now I just, I'm all over the place. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life, but... I'm really trying to work for myself as much as I can because I feel like when I work for someone, um, I don't have a lot of control over like time and like my energy. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm trying to flip furniture and then we'll see where that goes into. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Like you go to like a vintage store or something and like... Uh, right now I've been looking just like on Facebook Marketplace and um, trying to flip because I went to school for interior design. Okay. So I'm like that might be a fun um, way to like start like... I guess getting like business skills, you know, and like learning how to do all that on my own. Today we're going to talk about our red flags because like on TikTok everyone's posting about their dates red flags or their exes red flags. No one really talks about their own personal red flags. So we both did like a little journal about what our red flags are and then so we just want to talk about that and like how it impacts relationships and stuff. I think one of my first, like, the first thing that came to my head when you asked me about it was from the outside. I mean, I know I am, too. I think people see me as really sensitive. I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always assume that people are scared to hurt my feelings, so they won't tell me the truth. Okay. So a lot of the times, I assume the worst. Like, I assume when people are mad at me, like, I'm very, like, hypersensitive on, like, every move they make. Like, I'm, you know, like, reading into all our body language and stuff. And I, like, I literally, like, assume the worst. Like, if someone, like, stops, like, texting, I'm, like, oh, they hate me. Like, you know? (laughs) And I, if anything, that affects me more than them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of what we were talking about is, I'm, like, I just need to fix that for myself. You know what I mean? Most of the issues are just personal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I was, like, listening to some of them, and I was thinking about, like, oh, like, I like astrology because, like, that's a red flag for some people. And I'm that's like, so that's not even a red flag. It's like, not. I was trying, like, I was thinking of all these things that, like, people were thinking that, like, my own interest. Like, Do you have an anxious attachment style? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. So that's what it is. <laughs> no question. I think I have an anxious attachment style, but I feel like sometimes it turns into more, like, a disorganized one, which mm-hmm. is, like, both. Mm-hmm. But I think that has to do with, like, trauma. Yeah. Like, a lot of my red flags just, like, stem from trauma. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's hard for me to have, like, boundaries when it comes to, like, sexual intimacy Mm -hmm. and, like, stuff like that just because of, like, past trauma. But a lot of this stuff can just, like, build resentments later. So, like, you know, if I'm not speaking up, you know, in a sexual setting Mm -hmm. and then later I'm, like, resenting them when it's, Mm -hmm. like, they didn't even know. Yeah. And it's my own thing for not setting boundaries. I will, like, lose myself to prove my worth Mm -hmm. so that's like another issue yes is I'm like oh you want to treat me like shit like I'm worthy of this and I will prove it to you and it's like if they don't see it I should just walk away yeah but I don't yeah dude (laughs) dude, I was literally just thinking about that I was in the car and I was like oh my god and that's a big thing like especially once you start realizing your worth I literally felt like I was like, see, like, see how worthy, like, I know I'm worthy, like, do yes. you see I'm worthy, do you see I'm worthy? Yeah. And I was literally just thinking about that, because I'm, like, starting to, like, date again, and there will be people who, like, 
I'm like, bro, like, they don't see it, you know? But I still talk to them. <laughs> like, why am I still talking to them, bro? Yeah. I don't know how to just, like, cut them off, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's yeah. still, like, that subconscious, like, I want you to see it. Like, I have to prove it to you. Or, like, yeah. I'm a good person, you know? Because people growing up were just, like, you have to prove it, yeah. you know, to show or, like, to get attention. Yeah. I know from, like, my dad. It was, like, I had to do something worthy you to know, get like um like praise yes yeah. praise yeah I think that's another thing for me personally. yeah good that we're talking about it though like the more you talk about it you realize you have to know about the issue in order to solve it so yeah. if we ignore like all those things that like oh we don't like about ourselves we'll never solve it and it'll like still continue to feed that insecurity but as we, like, talk about it and learn about why we are the way we are, we can heal it, you know? Yeah. I think that's the big thing with, like, growth in general. And, like, I guess, like, spirituality, too, is, like, self-awareness mm-hmm. is one of the Huge. biggest things in the world. And that is also one of the most, like, attractive traits yes. someone can have. Yes. It's, yes. like, even if you're still healing and working on all your shit, because I will be for so long, but yeah, that doesn't mean... True. Yeah. But most of my trauma stuff is going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like that having the self-awareness is what's key because it's like you can acknowledge when you made a mistake. Right. Because we're all going to make mistakes. Yeah. How did you grow your self-awareness? Yeah. That's a such a good bit? question. It had to do with a lot. Honestly, I'm not sure where it came from. Uh, so what I'm learning right now is that um, it's really healthy for a relationship to trigger you. It's just, like, how you go about when you get triggered. So, I used to get triggered all the time when I was in my previous relationship. The worst of, like, um, like our relationship problems were um, freshman year of college. But I think it was because of me. Because I was so insecure. And I was getting mad all the time. I'd get mad and I'd be like, you have to figure out why I was mad. Like, why would anyone do that, you know? Like, it just, like, immature stuff, you know? So I remember like one time like I was super upset and I was thinking like, why? Why am I getting so upset over this? You know, I remember literally like sitting on my grass, like bawling to my mom, be like, why is this making me upset? And it wasn't until we broke up the first time I started reading um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And that was the first big, like I was realizing stuff about like how I had been treating him or like why our relationship was the way it was. I remember being like, like, this is crazy. And I, like, fell in love with, like, being self-aware. Because yeah. you can solve the stuff that you're, like, insecure about. Yeah. Like, you literally work on it understand, like, oh, that's why I'm doing that, you know? Yeah. I remember being like, sure. this is crazy. So that's, yeah. like, what started it all, was the book. Books are, like, huge for me as far as, like, learning about my self-awareness. Do you have any book recommendations yes. besides that one? You're a badass. Radis. Which one? Um, Just the yellow The OG. One. I see. I have that one and the blue one, and then mm-hmm. the one you just said. I haven't finished either of any of those. Uh-huh. I finished the badass at making money. Oh, okay. Have okay. you read like the Four Agreements? Yeah, I'm reading the Four Agreements okay. right now. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. I have like the little set too. So oh, I read okay. the Master of Self. I have to finish the Master of Love. Do you like the then... other ones? Yeah, yeah, I think like the Four Agreements. Honestly, like it was kind of concepts I had already kind of yeah. known. Yeah. It was like I got a couple different perspectives though. So mm-hmm. like I still obviously learn something and everything, but yeah, I think the four. I think it's the Master of Self, and so far the Master of Love seems like it's gonna be better than like mm-hmm. the Four Agreements for yeah. me. Cause it's more general kind of. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of already new. Like don't assume when people say. Yeah. Be intentional with your words and actions. Yeah. You know, just 
and everyone's a reflection of themselves so yeah I think we know that though because we're like learning how to work on ourselves I feel like a lot of people actually don't know that stuff or like people who don't know how to be self-aware don't know that you know so we're like yeah you know know? (laughs) yeah I think another reason is like some people aren't self-aware just because like kind of what you said like about it forces you to grow yeah and people just some people don't want to they don't want to deal with the hard stuff Mm -hmm. but I think it's easier for a lot of people to just stay in that space and that mindset and that was the one of the biggest things I learned in the subtle art is he talks about how there's different types of entitlement and there's the negative entitlement so like oh everything happens everything bad happens to me like no, nothing works out for me. Like, believing all those things, he said there is a benefit, though, because you don't have to change. You don't have... If you believe that, oh, everything just bad happens to me, there's nothing I can do about it, you don't have to change because, oh, the world, everything's happening to you. Now, what can you change in your inner world that will change your outer world? Yeah. And I was like, because that's what I used to do. I used to be like, oh, like, I'm so unlucky, you know, <laughs> and that was, like, a huge thing. It's like... Yeah. There is benefits to them. It not good benefits but they're benefiting from like wanting to stay the same yeah you don't have to grow because growing is uncomfortable for sure yeah yeah something I started last year was like I called it my year of the uncomfy Mm -hmm. so I would just do random stuff that makes me like uncomfortable and I think that helped Mm -hmm. I feel like this year mine is now more about like doing it for the plot so like Mm -hmm. I already kind of am comfortable doing some uncomfortable things and now it's like you gotta actually you know, go hardcore, because it's, like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. This spiritual journey is, like, it's not as easy as everyone makes it think, and so I think (laughs) that might be another reason why, because it is really hard to have to, like, face that stuff. Yeah. And then face yourself, like, ego deaths. Spirituality has changed my life, because I realized, I think, because there's so much more in control that we have that we didn't know we had. Yeah. Yeah, like, Literally, you learn that you're the universe, and yeah. the universe is, like, infinite, so that therefore means we're infinite, you Yeah, know? Yeah, it, it, I feel like it also, that, it definitely changed my life, like, that was the switch that, like, made me realize, like, oh, I, there's a lot more to life yes. than, and in that, I found some of the scary, dark mm-hmm. parts of the world, mm-hmm. you know, that are, like, there's people like this that are, exist, people are so like racist, mm-hmm. and, like, killing people for fun, Yeah, but... There's also is so much good too. Right. And just like the little moments as well. Right. Like how I can go outside and like hear the birds chirping in right. the morning because there's birds around my house. Yeah. So it's like little moments, you know. Yeah. And it's crazy like why is it that spirituality makes you more aware of all those things? Like I never used to like, oh look at the sunset. Like the sunset can make my whole day now. Yeah. Like can you just enjoy like the beauty that this world is? Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, ever like I don't know, you just feel like more connected with like the work, the earth and stuff like that. You uh, think with yourself too, because mm-hmm. that's another thing with self awareness. Mm-hmm. You have to be in tune with yourself. Yeah. Uh, when my anxiety was really bad, I couldn't be alone. Like I, I was almost like my own. Like I would have panic attacks because I felt like I was trapped in my own brain. Like, I would cause myself so much fear. So, I was like, you want to run away from yourself. Yeah. But you can't, you know? You're stuck there. So, that's what would create, like, panic attacks. Um, But, like, ever since going into spirituality, this is the best. Like, I haven't had a panic attack in two years. Oh, that's so good. so crazy. So, how often are you having them? Like, Um, multiple a day or multiple times a week? I would say it... So, I, I, like, 
gen like I have different like categories for different types of panic attacks. Okay. So I have like um the big really scary ones. I would get one really really bad one and then for months I'd be getting panic attacks every day. Oh. So I have to like learn how to like f- like not get that triggered anymore. Yeah. Um so I was like in a cycle of that like big 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 panic attack, panic attack, panic attack and then like, it'd get good for a little bit and then big panic attack, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't get those anymore. What What do you think has helped besides, or what facet of like spirituality has helped? Um, I think like we were just talking like self awareness. One of my biggest fears was dying, so I would always have panic attacks over that. But with spirituality, you've learned that there's. I, my biggest fear was that there was nothing after. When I learned about spirituality, I learned that there's like this is just a fragment of our soul's like journey you know what I mean and there's so much more than just this our human experience so that was like a really big thing that helped me like not panic as much anymore I still get like everyday anxiety but not like panic attacks you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um but it's nice like it just helped me realize that we can like heal like yeah. the core of what makes us feel those things. A band-aid fix, like it's literally going to the core and fixing it and then you're like reaping the benefits of like the self work that you did. Yeah. It's crazy. It makes it worth it. Last year, um, I lost both my grandparents and I lost like my childhood dog. And it was, I was so angry. Like, I've, I don't even recognize the person that I was. I feel like I've grown so much because of it, though. Yeah. I learned so much, like, through all the pain, I learned so much about myself. And, like, I had this huge blow up, uh, like, on New Year's. I was so embarrassed about it. But it helped me realize that, like, I never, like, I went through all these things and I didn't talk to anyone about it. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, highlighting what you're, there's lessons in, in that. you know like it brought my family together you know like we got closer even though we're all like suffering together it makes them closer but yeah the biggest thing is I just learned that I can't be like dealing with it all on my own like because it's gonna affect other people because I'm gonna blow up on them you know and I I was just so angry and like are you in therapy I'm not I should be though (laughs) why aren't you um well Honestly, I don't have a good excuse. Oh, okay. It's me. <laughs> like, I can't make it a good Because I'm like, you're le- under 26, so I'm assuming you're still on your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I should. I think I... So when I had, like, in 2020, I had, like, the worst panic attack of my life. And I was like, bro, I need therapy. Like, I need something because, like, I was not okay. I was like, I'll literally try anything. And when I went to therapy, I just felt really discouraged because I didn't like my therapist. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I just felt like she, like, was there just to listen and not really, like, help me, like, solve my issues, you know? Yeah. So that just kind of, like, tainted my experience. But I know they're not all like that. Yeah. It's just, like, per- mentally preparing for, like, it's almost like dating. Like, you have to Literally. find, like, the right person. Yeah, you know? and you have to explain your life story every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, I only ever had to experience that, like, going into treatment centers because mm-hmm. I've had the same therapist basically since the beginning. Oh, okay. Like, I met her a year after I started cutting Mm -hmm. so thankfully like I didn't have to go through that part yeah so that's been helpful especially in therapy because I know it is hard to find a good person yeah Mm -hmm. and you have to like and then people have like intake waiting it's like a whole a whole process yeah yeah I think it could help yeah it's just getting past like the beginning like you like it just and then once you're in it and you have a person then I'm sure that 
I, yeah. I, I really should. I have no excuse. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, give it, like, I feel like, unless you know right off the bat that you're not connecting with them, I feel like it's a good, like, three months to try it out. Cause, oh. Because I feel like it takes time for them to get to know you uh, yeah. and your patterns and the way you think. And so after a couple of weeks, you finally will start to, you know, build rapport and stuff. But yeah. obviously if you don't like them, get out sooner yeah like I had this therapist when I was 13 it was my first one she would just tell me I needed a dog what yeah and she's like your parents need to buy you a dog and I'm like well they're not so let's move on to the next issue because that's not they're not buying me a dog how is that like how are these people allowed to be in their practice literally I was like and it was only like every week I know there's some shitty ones out there but there's great ones too yeah like this last week I asked my therapist asked what I wanted to talk about because we just started doing twice a week one for trauma one for regular shit mm-hmm. and I was like you know what I want to know what you think we should work on uh-huh. today and so she wanted me to talk about like my control issues and stuff and I think that's another um, red flag of mine is control because I don't need to be in control of them I uh-huh. don't give two fucks what you're doing yeah. they'll do you if you cheat on me I will find out yeah so like that's the it's like you go like me you texting me and calling me every five minutes while you're out you can cheat on someone in those five minutes yeah. or when you know what I mean yeah you're gonna do what you want to do either way so I don't really care but it's like my stuff Mm -hmm. my space like Mm -hmm. I know like moving in with someone is gonna be hard because I'm like I like things this way and I like things this way and like I like my car a certain way and Mm -hmm. like I like to have the music and like that's another thing that was something though that I thought about when it comes to like what I'm looking for in a partner yeah someone who I can stand their music taste (laughs) that's big because I won't always be able to have it yeah but you're like I have to at least like what they're playing yes because if I don't yeah yeah there was just a lot of things, I think, in relationships that I've just realized that, like what you were saying, when you meet someone in high school, mm-hmm. you're just based on, like, connection, having yeah. fun, compatibility, kind yeah. of, I guess. And then when you start looking for a life partner, everything fully Jesus. switches. Yeah. yeah. Even just down to, like, how I want to raise my kids mm-hmm. is, like, something I have to, because I don't want anyone to compromise the way they want to raise their kids yeah. for our love, but I'm also not going to compromise the way I want to raise my kids right. for love. So it has to be compatible to begin yeah. with. Yeah. And then you're like, when you're dating, you're like, do we talk about this right away? Like, yes. how? <laughs> and also for me, like with my ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. it was, came down to the point of like, I don't want these kids, these people as my grandparent, like my kids' grandparents. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let my kids spend the night at some of their friends' houses, which is, like, you know, because, like, my best friend, obviously, like, I want my kids to go and spend time with them, but I wouldn't trust my kids with some of her closer friends. And so it's, like, there's some little moments, like, even just like that that I've, like, had to think about, too. Yeah, like, who do they associate with? Yeah, because it, it, your vibe attracts your tribe, and also they're forever going to be a part of their lives right. and grandparents tend to babysit their kids mm-hmm. and I'm like I just wouldn't want that I don't yeah. want them to get that energy I don't want right. them to see that I don't want that yeah so yeah I mean I feel like there's just so much now so it's much. not even about like if I really like you it's like there's got to be so much more to it now <laughs> yeah. yeah a whole list literally checklist I made a list yeah that's good yeah my ex-girlfriend made me realize I wanted to go down photography Mm -hmm. so it's like you know she got me into that route so 
you know, there's always good and bad to right. everything. They came into your life for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's kind of what I was saying before. It's good when people trigger you because you're like, oh, like, that. it's like a little checkpoint, like, I need healing there. Yeah. You know? That's what, like, feelings are, is just to let you know. Like, a good feeling is like, okay, this just feels right to me. And yes. then a bad feeling is like, something's off. Yes. Exactly. That's yeah. what I learned in subtle art. Yeah. He's like, your emotions are feedback. Yeah. I saw this thing too on TikTok that was just like make all the mistakes you can because because it was talking about it was some speech in some movie that Anna Kendrick was in <laughs> but she was talking about how they asked us like five years old what we wanted to be and I remember I was like I wanted to be a Disney ice princess mm-hmm. and then I was like at nine I was like I wanted to be a doctor or something I don't even know maybe a pilot who cares <laughs> and then at one point it was like I definitely was going the doctor route yeah. and then you know you go to college and they expect you to know at 18 right when yeah what when you're supposed to do then everything is changing and like at that point you didn't have any freedom so your parents were in control so you didn't really know what you yes. wanted yeah and so they were talking about make all the mistakes you can because at the end of the day when they ask you what do you want out of life you'll know exactly what you want exactly because you know exactly what you don't <laughs> yeah yeah and I feel like Maybe that's part of why, like, when we're older, it's hard to make mistakes. It's so hard for me to experiment and make mistakes. I'm, like, f- afraid to make mistakes, so I don't do anything. Yeah. But that's worse than, yeah. than, like, learning about what you like and what you don't like and stuff like that. Does your therapist, like, really help, like, um, kind of unpack everything? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Because... I was like, so I was playing with this in therapy. That's kind of why I bought it. Uh-huh. But I took all these crystals and stuff out. And so I was trying to make, you know, it all like straight like that. And mm-hmm. it was not working. And I was like, I don't know why they made these because it's supposed to be therapeutic, not It's like stressing, stressing you out. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, well, maybe that's the whole point is because you have to have like <laughs> let go of the control and let for it not to be perfect. And I was like, all right, we can stop talking. <laughs> you're right, but let's stop. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like there's like three times a session where I'm like, all right, you're right. But <laughs> I don't need you to be right. Sometimes I just want to feel this way. <laughs> True. Sometimes I just, there's a lot of times where I sit and I'm like, I want to be toxic. Yeah. Be toxic was fun not gonna lie but now you have to sit here and be like okay I can't hurt this person's feelings like they're going through their own thing I need to show them unconditional love and grace I have to be compassionate yeah I have to be nice understanding (laughs) yeah it's hard yeah that's a big thing I learned too like at least I'm trying to learn is I'm in like the stage of like my breakup that I'm thinking of um, all the hurts that I ignored for a long time, <laughs> but I'm trying to still like be nice, you know, yeah. in my head, like not tear it down because it was good for a long time, you know. But and like we're we're both imperfect human beings and we're gonna make mistakes and we both had things we need to work on. So just like even though like there's so much pain that I have to learn to heal from, like still having that, you know, like you said, we have to be compassionate. Yeah, like, <laughs> it makes me feel better instead of being like mean sometimes you know yeah thinking (laughs) I try and be nice and then it just kind of gets to a certain point where it's like I can't be nice anymore and because the more like especially with my last two exes they've harassed me for months after yeah and I'm like okay I guess I have to be mean at some point because otherwise this being nice it's gonna get better we're gonna heal like it just takes time not working right (laughs) it was not working and that's what it's like hard to find that balance of knowing when to like actually stick up for yourself you know you can always be compassionate towards a person understand why they're being toxic you know if they are but it's up to us to decide 
I can be like you like it's totally fine that you're that way but it's up to me to decide do I want to be around that energy but I don't know how to do that the part like okay I know I don't want to be around this person how do I go about uh cutting them off you know like how do you do that I don't know is it someone that's like relatively close to you um well I don't have anyone like in specific okay yeah like I feel like my friend group shrank so like all the people I have right now we're good yeah but I'm saying like for future reference Mm -hmm. or like I guess like in the dating aspect I like I know you're not treating me the way that I want to be treated so why can't I just cut you off you know like why am I being nice and like talking to you still you know what I mean yeah (laughs) I just don't know how to do that and just just delete their number yeah just block them but I'm like bro is that mean like well don't block them oh just just delete delete them like do you have their number is it only on insta yeah, like, I have, to, oh, well, yeah, in the phone number. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I feel like on Insta, it's simple. Just unfollow them. Mm-hmm. And then, but make them unfollow me. That's okay. the other thing I do. And then I just don't respond. Yeah, that's, I'm like, if, I'm like, do I need to communicate why I feel, but I'm like, well, like I barely yeah. know them. I feel like it's hard because it's like, you don't owe people explanations, yeah. and the people that are closer to you, it's, like, nicer to give them explanations, but some people that I just don't have, like, a distance from, I just unfollowed them okay. on everything, and then I will just be, like, um, we are no longer associated. Yeah. And just text them that, yeah. and that's it, and then I won't respond, because yeah. I'm, like, I don't need to give you an explanation. You should yeah. figure out what you did wrong to me. Yeah. And that's it, but... It's hard, like, because in work, too, I had to text someone, and oh. I was just like, we're not creatively compatible. Yeah. Because they were just trying to make some kind of, like, I just wanted to make art, and to them it was kind of some political moment that was oh. just like, this doesn't, this is not political. I just want to go shoot with a nice gown at a motel. Yeah. We don't need to make this political. Like, deeper. Yeah, like, sense. are we trying to beautify the surroundings with the gown? And I'm like, no. <laughs> It's the juxtaposition of yeah. you in a nice gown at a motel. Yeah. That's what it is. And so I was just like, I was like, we're just not creatively compatible. I think that's just how I'm going to start saying it. It's just like, we're not energetically compatible. Yeah. Or we that's are not. That's a good thing to say. Yeah. Because I feel like then it doesn't really make, it's, it's like, not on them. Right, 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 right. Because it's not, they're not the issue. Yeah. It's just, we're just not compatible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're not aligned. That's another thing I've yeah. told people. Do you think no it gets easier, aligned? like, the more you practice? Like, was that hard for you to do in, with a work person? Uh, no, I just... It, I mean, the work person, it was, like, I enjoyed the work that I had done with him previously, but yeah. I kind of had already been picking up on things, so that's, like, uh, another thing is, like, it's not kind of just one thing, usually, unless it's major. Yeah. It's, like, I'm picking up on your energies, and while. then at a certain point, I'm, like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. I very much just observe people's, um, like phrases that they use because a lot of phrases people use can tell you a lot about them too so I just observe people for like a good like two or three times we're hanging out and then I'm like you can kind of tell I can you can I people tell you a lot more about themselves without telling them things about themselves yeah Yeah. and so yeah I feel like I'm just like just embarking on that journey (laughs) because I had like the same people in my life for like I literally had the same friend group since I high school and like with the breakup like I lost basically all the friends that I had with him they're all gone like I lost all of them so I'm learning how to like meet new people now so now I'm literally like just starting like yeah it's hard after my breakup I had to go on like Bumble BFF yeah and I met a good amount of people and then some of those people that I was like again this is not aligned but did you meet some like really good people I like had thought about doing that before so I met 
two really good people. Mm -hmm. One of them had a roommate. Apparently, I also, like, didn't swipe on them on Bumble BFF. The roommate? Yeah. They swiped (laughs) on me, and I didn't know that. But, like, I found that out later, so that was kind of awkward. But it was, like, (laughs) I was mainly trying to be friends with her, obviously. Yeah. And I think that just the whole dynamic just made it... We were still, like, that girl, like, I ended up being, you know, cool with her and stuff. But I just feel like it was just so weird. Like, I always was, like, I have to invite her. And, you know, because they live together. But it was just this weird thing. And then the main girl just, when her life issues weren't going well and mine started to go, like, better, Mm -hmm. I just noticed, like, jealousy. Mm -hmm. And it was like she made a slip-up comment that was, like, they were both talking behind my back about my relationship. And so they said about you, like, so she was like, talk, I was talking about after the breakup with them or with one of them. And she was like, oh yeah. And me and blank were talking about, and then kind of like, she exposed herself. She exposed herself that they were talking like shit. Cause otherwise why would you stop talking? Right. If you were just like, oh, we're just worried about her or whatever. So, so so I was like, okay. That happened for a reason that then, then you know, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Cause it was like. When good things were happening to me, I didn't want to tell them. So, like, my mom randomly booked that Mexico trip, like, a month before we went. Uh And it was only, like, three weeks after I went to Hawaii. And so, I didn't tell them about it. I didn't want to because I was, like, it's going to cause this, like, rift. Yeah. And so, it just kind of made me, like, realize, like, if I can't tell you happy moments in my life or if I tell you happy moments in your life isn't doing well and you can't be supportive of my happy moments. Yeah. I don't need you because I don't want to wait for someone's life to get good for them to treat me right. Right. And that I guess that just goes to show like the whole self awareness thing. I guess a self aware person would be like, why is it that I'm feeling jealous when someone else is getting something good? You know, and like, yeah. what can I do to fix that? Because that's not a reflection of them. Yeah. I should be happy for them. You know. Yeah. That they're doing what they want. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, self awareness, attractive, and uh, as far as finding friends and relationships, like for sure, it's literally like the foundation of like something healthy, you know. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it is. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to find. People that it are. is. It is for sure. But I guess like the thing, I they say that like I guess on your spiritual journey it can be lonely, at times. But I guess the more you work on yourself and like your you know vibration, you attract that. Yeah. Um, person on the same vibe as you. I think that's going to be the end of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. And thank you to Alyssa for being on this podcast. It was really good and insightful. I feel like I really liked this spiritual. I don't have a lot of spiritual friends. So spiritual friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you have any last words? One of my mantras that has been bringing me a lot of peace is everything is as it should be. So when things are going wrong, I always tell myself that and know that everything's working out the way it's supposed to. I like that. Yeah. My Insta is just um, Alyssa Lupercio underscore. Perfect. And my TikTok is the same too. <laughs> yeah. I will talk to you in the next podcast. And in the meantime, stay cool. Be you. Peace.